Warning, this podcast may contain spoilers, opinions, and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Is it plugged in? No, but it's like the plug is stuck. I need coffee! Hello and welcome to Good Morning Horror. I'm Steve. I'm Chad. And today we're going to be talking about... Unfriended. Dark Web. Ah! I don't I felt like that was necessary. That's okay. <laughs> Do you want to read the review? Yeah. Or the recap? Yeah. Synopsis? I don't know. Whatever. <clears throat> the synopsis, I think this is from IMDb. Mm-hmm is a teen comes into possession of a new laptop and soon discovers that the previous owner is not only watching him, but will also do anything to get it back. I would say that's succinct. I would say that's inaccurate. A teen, the guy who's playing Matthias is like 30 and he looks 30. That 25, 26. Not a teen. That may be what they are in real life, although multiple synopses on here are saying teen. Yeah, no, it's they're wrong. And maybe in the script it was supposed to be a teenager. It's not a teenager. Yeah, you're right. This guy's living on his own in an apartment, and he's clearly in the throes of college, at least 23. That, that does not teen make. A 40-year-old comes upon <laughs> a discarded laptop. The previous owner will do anything to get it back. Now that we've cleared this up. Okay. Unfriended Dark Web, which I forgot, is a follow-up to a movie called Unfriended. Did you realize that? Yes. <laughs> I did not. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I didn't, I, I had forgotten about the movie Unfriended. And so when I was doing the research on the Google and they typed Unfriended Dark Web, the first thing that came up was Unfriended. And I was like, oh, they did this before. I remember now. Forgotten or blocked it out? <laughs> forgotten. <laughs> because, like, when I started reading about Unfriended, it all came back to me. But it was a different premise. And then I was stuck in, is this a sequel? But no, it's not a sequel. It's just following the same genre because the first one was like ghost. And yeah. this one is about fucked up killers. Yeah, it's part of the Unfriendiverse, but it's not uh, thing. Oh, there is now. There are two of them. Wow. But different different directors, I think is. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It, none, none of it makes sense I don't know. to me. So yeah. Regardless, so... the characters are different. The story is different. And. It's all different, but it's uh, apparently they wanted to capitalize on the Unfriended thing. Yeah, different directors. The and huge writers. box office success of Unfriended Part One. <laughs> was there a huge box office? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that was 2014, and then this one was released in last year because it's 2019 now. So this one oh. was released in 2018 um, with a pretty, I would say, an unknown cast except for the main character, Matthias. Um, who's more known now after having been who a la purge yeah so he's been in a lot of the purge and most recently when they did the television purge uh on the usa network um he was one of the main characters in in that movie yeah like, i knew i recognized him mm-hmm. that's where he's from you're welcome fyi 
so so is Steve. Yeah. So what did AV Club give this? Oh, AV Club? They gave this a B, which I was shocked at. Because like Rotten Tomatoes, it only had like a 58% Rotten Tomatoes. But yeah, the AV Club gave this a B. And I did not read why. <laughs> I'm scrolling through it now. But who cares? I give it a I would give it a B too. Yeah. And I would give it way more tomatoes than Rotten Tomato did. I was thoroughly I was more entranced by this movie than I had prepared to be. Like there was even a moment where you were like giving commentary to the side and I was like, shut up, I'm really into this. Yeah. Yeah, you did give me some stink eye. I gave you a stink eye yeah. because I was really invested. Yeah. And I don't know why. But enough of me. I feel like I always talk. What did you think, Steve? I didn't <laughs> love it. Oh. I thought they did some fun things like, you know, most of it taking place on the desktop or mm. the entirety of it taking place on, you know, you're your viewing the desktop. I thought that was fun. I thought they did some really cool things or some informed things as far as like commands on the terminal and things like that. That's the fan for my computer. Oh, okay. We'll just let it keep exploding. Yeah. No biggie. No. Everyone out there, the computer may explode during this episode. Yeah. But. Thanks for derailing me. I'm so sorry. The fan was just like, <laughs> I'm like, does it need an air? Do we need to turn the AC on? Mm-mm. Like what's happening? It's just doing what it's doing because it's got a lot to do. So, okay, what you were saying about it it was viewed on the computer, like everything was from the perspective of a computer. I I think this would have been cooler to watch on the computer. I almost think yeah. I sh- we should have just watched it on... Full our, screen on our laptop. Yeah, on our laptop. And As though we were there. Because I, I feel like it would have made it super immersive because even from the moment the movie starts, like you're, it's that login screen of the current operating system, what seems like. Uh-huh. Or High um, Sierra. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, ah, oh, this is... What? This is cool. Yeah, I did. I thought that was a lot of fun. It was You were just there. And I like the constraints that they put on the film and and just trying to make it all happen on that screen that I enjoyed. I appreciated that. Um, It started to fall apart for me uh, during some other portions that were less, less plausible. Like Mm. the, the owner of the computer, every time he appears somewhere, the screen starts going fuzzy. And in certain instances, it's like light is bending around him. Yeah. Uh, and that's impossible because it's literally light going to the camera and there's no way for the things to to understand how to process that specific shape in that context. So yeah. unless, you know, unless, yeah, no, there's no, not yet. Not yet. We're going to take a quick break and figure out what's going on with this computer before it explodes. Is it back? Are we back? We're back. Great. Okay. That's so funny. We're talking about <laughs> this movie with computers, and then we have an issue, our first technical going issue. Wacky. <laughs> wacky. You hear me? Guys, we were not hacked by the dark web. No. It was just the computer trying to back itself up. It was a background process that was going apeshit. Which is very, apparently very taxing. Very taxing. <laughs> so, back to it. Uh, I think what we were talking about is like 
this would have been a lot cooler if we were to view it on the computer. Um, and I agree. Yeah, I think that would have been, <laughs> I think it would have been much, much more immersive because it would have been as though we were a part of it. Yeah. Rather than watching it on our giant TV. And if I were to do things like, because I think Unfriended and this Unfriended uh, Dark Web both used um, Skype. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not an active user of Skype. Mm -mm. I feel like if I were an active user of Skype, I would have been even more immersed into it. Yeah. 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 I think it would have been, I think it would have been a better situation, except for all the kind of the glaring, you know, things like the distortion on the screen. But, oh, that's what we were talking about. Sorry. We were talking about the, just the cloak of invisibility. The cloak of invisibility, the impossible cloak (laughs) of invisibility on on the dude who wants his computer back and is that a thing though is that like wearing aluminum foil on your head and blocking like your brain from aliens so you could potentially have a device on you that that fucks up your wi-fi signal Uh uh-huh and that would fuck up the entire picture but Uh you couldn't have something on you that could bend light Make you invisible. Into the picture, yeah. That's interesting, because it was almost like whatever they were wearing made the camera not able to see them. Mm-hmm. You could you could have some sort of interference, but it would be a whole picture deal. And that did happen in some, some cases, but there were a couple instances where it was like crystal clear picture, and then you saw this, this shadow of something walking yeah. behind him that was clearly digital noise, and it was... In the beginning, I wasn't sure if it was just our streaming service sucked and the picture was coming out. It felt very real to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) This is what's happening when that happens. There are people in our home. (laughs) I I think, though, they take advantage of the fact that people don't understand technology. And there's so much to understand that there's a lot of... Like me. You have to suspend your disbelief, right, in in a lot of cases. And so, and a lot of people just don't understand. So they're like, okay, well, that seems possible because, you know, I mean, auto-tune, so... Do you think that's why you and I had very much different views of it? Like, I I let go of any knowledge I had of technology and just got immersed in the movie, whereas you... It was difficult for you to let go of your knowledge of what technology can and cannot do. I couldn't because that's my world. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was really difficult for me to detach and 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 let go. Yeah. And I'm curious like how interesting this movie would have been for someone like my mom who <laughs> just like maybe not get that. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I think she knows more about technology than I do sometimes as much as she Facebooks. Mm-hmm. So, maybe I would be wrong. Maybe she would be into it. I didn't even Can you video chat on Facebook? I I Guess I don't know. I don't use Facebook. I know. I don't want to use any social networks now after this movie. Right. I feel like none of us. Did you hear my stomach? Yeah, I heard. I'm so hungry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I feel like none of us are safe. Like it made me. It made me want to cover all because you know we have camera. We have the Nest cams in our homes, and it's like one of the things I do always look for is the green light Mm -hmm. and that's sort of the indicator of, is it recording or is it not recording? But then like, can, if somebody hacks it, can they turn that off? Are they watching me? Like it freaks me out. Like that's scary, man. Like as, as automated as our homes become, you know, I put so much faith in technology and trust in technology that this movie kind of shook me more so than when I originally watched it. Because today we have so much more technology in our homes than when we originally watched this, which was only a couple months ago. 
Seriously. Well, yeah. And another thing I did appreciate about the movie was it was on a solid premise and that, you know, things can be hacked, right? Your Nest Cam can be hacked. Yeah. And there's a scene where they discover a whole bunch of files of video that uh, videos of people's whose camera hack cameras had been hacked. Yeah. And, you know, that's real. There was recently a story about someone who hacked into uh, to a dude's Nest Cam and spoke to the guy through the Nest Cam to say, hey, your network's not secure. Fix it. Oh, that was reality? <laughs> that actually happened. That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but his network also wasn't secure. Like, if you set up your own network, you have to make sure that it is... This is not... This is turning into a tech podcast. I think it's good for people to know. Maybe but, that's like this movie is like yeah. a PSA to automated home. Yeah. And the dark... Like, the dark web. Also, the dark web is something I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Um, that sounded like I was, but I'm not. Um, but, and so I'm curious. <laughs> you never ordered a hit curious, on somebody. Or whatever else you do on the dark web. I'm like the the way that they entered through the dark web and how it took over the desktop and it looked like an 8-bit game. The portal? Like, is that... The river portal? Is that real? I don't know. I mean... Because <laughs> that looked real fun. <laughs> you can customize things, right? You could, you could make a, a fake desktop. Uh, like a virtual desktop that looks like that, I guess, and and do some things. Yeah, that I think that was that was interesting to me just to have some sort of glimpse into the dark because I know the dark web is a real thing; it does exist. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And is that how you enter it? The river. The river. <laughs> Float through the river. I thought it was interesting. A couple things. Here's a fun fact because I I like to like research a little bit about the movie Fun fact. but before the preview for this movie was released to the general republic the director actually released the preview on the dark web first mm, that's funny <laughs> so like people on the dark web got to see this the preview for this movie before anyone even knew that it was coming out that's funny what you said it i, I said know. that's funny <laughs> director is involved in the dark web omg caps OMG cat. I don't think it's illegal to be on the dark web. It's just that. Oh, so we can go get on the dark web in a little bit? It's just, I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's frowned upon, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Um, what else? Uh, like, how did you feel about the story premise? So I thought the, the concept of game night was fun. Mm-hmm. Like having a, a Skype game night, like. That's cute. I also find the biggest barrier of entry to game night to be actually leaving my house and going to someone else's house. I'm just like, I just, I can't even be bothered. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, if we could all get together on Skype. But I, I couldn't figure out how that would actually work in real life. So they were playing Cards Against Humanity. And the premise of Cards Against Humanity is, you know, you draw a card and then everybody has a, like their hand of cards mm-hmm. that they can then add to the blank in whatever the sentence is. But how, like, what if they have the same cards on the other end? I thought about that, too. I'm like, do you have it portioned out into, like, specific decks? Yeah, that was like... Yeah, but I loved it. Deck collision. I did think it was a cool idea. And it seems like a great idea to digitize it, right? To have an online version of a game. Yeah, I mean, we can't do that. We don't own the rights. No, we don't. Hey, Cards Against Humanity people, make an an online version that we can play with Skype. Um, subscription based. I, I think I I think that you could do what is our friends teaching us lately? Role playing games. Yes. I think the what are they called? R- RPGs? RPGs. Yeah. Um, and like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Like our friends are really trying to get us involved, and I'm 
I just can't get there. But, but there are fun, like, micro versions of it, which you do enjoy. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's something that you could do online pretty easily. Okay. Another fun fact. Mm. Before this was going to be called uh, Unfriended um, <laughs> D- Dark Web. I almost forgot the name. <laughs> um, it it was going to be called Unfriended Game Night. Game? Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, but apparently they, they, they knew about, so there's another horror movie called Game Night that released in 2018 as well. Oh yeah. I remember like the comedy. And they didn't yeah. want to, um, like. It's too overlap. Yeah. Overlap on that. And I think it would have given too much away. It would have given kind of the whole thing away. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, okay. <clears throat> insert spoiler. Apparently not only was it a game night for the people on, on the, the main characters in the movie, but the whole premise is this is all happening in a game night that's occurring on Dark Web. What? Yeah. Right. Which is crazy. And I think that that's even more terrifying because you know that shit happens. Yeah. So it turns out that the computer that they found was meant to be found and they were meant to be tormented as part of this game. Yeah, because this whole thing started because Matthias goes to a coffee shop and saw this computer sitting in Lost and Found for three weeks or something. Mm -hmm. And then his douche brain was just like, oh, I'm going to go steal this computer. It's better than mine. Which, I mean, the whole moral of the movie, don't steal shit. Mm-hmm. Cause then you're gonna end up getting killed by members of the dark. You web. and all your friends are gonna end up dead on Skype. Yeah, and that's and just framed. Not cool. Yeah. Um, I think the worst part of the movie for me was when they killed her mom. Oh yeah. Like I'm like that's just gross and bad and unnecessary. But I mean, I guess them killing anybody's gross and bad and unnecessary. But I'm just like, really? Her mom has brain cancer. She's a terminal. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And how did they know where she was and how to be there? Well, you could ask that about any of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were there were a lot of, like, uh, unaddressed things. Like, how are there all of these people yeah. just ready everywhere for these other people who were just Skyping randomly? Another thing I didn't been doing like so for 15 minutes. Love story. I did not like the love story between Matthias and um, Amaya. Yeah. I, is it, that her name? It I gave me know. nothing. It gave me nothing. They both had weird names. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I'm just like, I'm not, they were, that was being forced mm-hmm. a little too hard. Rule forced. Yeah. I'm like the, the emotion that this guy had towards this woman is like, they'd been together for eight years. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't the case. They've been together for uh, probably a year, judging by the playlist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Age. The playlist on Spotify. Yeah. I think that was fun. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Like the little things within the movie gave you uh, subconscious clues to the backstory. Yeah. Of, I thought that was fun. Yeah. That was that was really cool. Yeah. I did like that. Um, <clears throat> and then the other part I didn't like was the very end when that girl that had been lost comes up to the camera and reveals the hole. <laughs> I'm like, that's uh, just gratuitous gore. Like, I get it. Like, gross, but gross. It was just gross for gross. I had to look away. Yeah, there was no reason for it. And like you honestly. said, if they would have drilled... A hole there in her forehead, she would not have been able to walk out or and be conscious of what was happening. Yeah, no. Like, that was... Ugh. Yeah. 
Grody. It was Grody. Um, but the cool thing is, also, if you purchase this, if you're unfortunate <laughs> enough to purchase the movie, um, <laughs> I suggest renting it um, or watching it when it gets to Netflix or a streaming service. Um, but if you do purchase it, the the only extended scenes that you're going to find are um, alternate endings. And basically, you get to choose people to live because another spoiler alert, they all die. Um, in the actual movie, um, but the extended seeds you can choose if Mattia and his girl lives, or if just Matthias lives, or Amaya, Abaya, whatever the hell her name is, lives. Abaya. <laughs> she sounds like a drug <laughs> that cures a skin condition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you 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 can choose it who lives. Basically, you can give yourself a happy ending. Yeah. I don't know if it's happy. It's not very happy. But you can be like, I don't want everyone to die. Yeah, you can you you can give that to yourself if you want. I actually liked that everyone died. You and did? I wasn't terribly You fond. love movies where everyone I dies. I wasn't fond of all uh, of the characters <laughs> and I thought if they're going to if they're just going to go this super unrealistic route, they might as well just kill everybody. They- Okay, so full disclosure, there's going to be a weird cut in this. And this is the most difficult podcast we've ever recorded because we keep having technical difficulties. And I'm convinced that someone from the dark web is hacking into our computer. We've been hacked. (laughs) The dark web movie is real. I take back everything that I said about it being unrealistic. Clearly, uh, this is now NSOS. Uh, someone please come to our no. address. No, no, no. Rescue us. Um, but anyways, um, everyone dies. <laughs> that, yeah. That's where we stop. Maybe they don't want us to tell you the ending, so they're hacking into our computer. Yeah, right. I liked, I, I was going to say, I liked that everyone died, I think. Even the guy in the UK, there was someone ready in another country to kill this guy. Yeah, because, I mean, the, well, that's the whole premise. They were play, They had been plotting this game for months on the dark web waiting for someone to take the bait of this computer. For someone, but not specifically these people. Yeah, but they had time to get all their players at the ready. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then so when this book, or this note, this note, this computer, <laughs> book computer thing, <laughs> got stolen from the coffee bar, like, they were ready. The force came in, and they were like, where do they live? Where does they live? Who's her mother? Who's her daddy? Like, mm-hmm. I think for me... I. I was rooting for the lesbian couple. I just wanted them to live. I like anyone else. I'm like, I don't care. You can all die. But I was so happy for them. And then they had such a sad story with the parents and then the mom. And it's just like, why did they got to die? And everybody and their mom dies. Everybody and their mom died. It was awful. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, um, I, I don't think there were, there weren't a lot of other fun facts about this movie. There wasn't a soundtrack. There wasn't music during it, which I thought was a good choice because it would have, I think, made things extra schmaltzy. Yeah, there wasn't a sound. Well, there was the soundtrack of computer beeps. And the computer bops. noises that that would change depending on who was typing. So when the hacker was typing through Facebook <laughs> that Messenger, that was good. I loved that. When the hacker was typing through Skype Messenger or through uh, through Facebook Messenger, his text bubbles were opposite were were black. reverse they were black bubbles with white text yeah and the sound was oh yeah which was i mean silly and then they would disappear yeah the whole hacking portion of it 
like whether it was the cloak of invisibility or the weird sounds that were made when the hacker was chatting or the um or even on the dark web when they were chatting on that thing. And that they, sound was ridiculous. <laughs> Anytime someone responded to the chat, it was like, boom! <laughs> like, that, I mean, that kind of made it, that kind of took it a little out of Unreal for me mm-hmm. and took it more into the supernatural realm. Yeah. Which, in my head, somehow became okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what it sounds like when someone messages on the dark web. Because subconsciously... You knew it was part of the Unfriendiverse, and the first one was Supernatural. Oh, this was the... Okay, so this was the cool... The other cool fun fact. Um, So at one point in the movie, they're making him type the secret code, right? To verify what his identity is. And the secret code is... I'm going to totally fuck up saying this, but it's Abyssus Abysmum... Abysm... Abyssus Abysm Invocat. No, that's wrong. Um, but it's a Latin phrase, and it actually means one misstep leads to another. And the literal translation is hell calls hell. Mm. <laughs> Again, kind of supernaturally. It's a warning that the first step into temptation to go astray from what is right is difficult to prevent. And I think I, I, and I, I, a, a lot of times through this movie, I was like, God damn it, Matthias, like, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, he he steals the computer. A, that's wrong. He was he making bad choices all over the place. Constantly. Yeah. Over and over. Even the Bitcoin thing that happened. I'm oh like, what God. are you doing? Stop. The asshole. Yeah. And that's literally what, they that was the straw that broke the camel's back, actually. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, cor- in the moment, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. But then at the end, he realized the, the back was broken. It was all orchestrated. <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you're just like, Matthias, get your shit together. Uh yeah, I thought his app was cool. Yeah, that was a neat app to to where you could just type in and then it would like show you signing different things to someone. Yeah, or you would speak and it would uh, yeah de- it, would it would detect your sentence and then it would visually sign it out for you. That was fun. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, I like the movie. Again, I would give it a B or give it two thumbs up. Like I would rent it. I don't necessarily think you need to add this to your collection to own it. Um, but it was a, it was really fun, and I was really invested into it. I thought it was fun. Um, I didn't love it. I would give it a B minus. Um, yeah. That's not that far off. A B minus? Yeah, it's almost a Is C. Is your range A to F? It's almost a C. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like I said, I liked some of the elements of it. I liked that it took place all you know, on the desktop. I liked that there was no soundtrack. I enjoyed, you know, some of the pieces that they put in there. Just, I think overall the full picture, uh, certain things detracted from it. So if you guys have seen it, let us know what you think. Um, comment us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, all the things. Um, good morning horror, um, is our handle. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think. Um, and thank you for listening to this podcast. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.